1: The new Super Beats Hard Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.
0: Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah Baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments.
1: Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I am just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to Stacy today and see how she was able to cope. And uh, so so let's get to it. How are you today, Stacy?
3: I'm doing very well, Dan. Thanks for um, talking to me.
1: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here. You know, I know we've talked a little already, but it's 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 good to have a uh, plenty of perspectives with this because uh, something might resonate with something that you do with someone else, and it mm-hmm. it could be it could be very life-changing. So, so I appreciate it. Um, what do you want to start out telling us a little bit about you before we get into estrangement?
3: Sure. Um, yeah, my name is Stacy. I'm soon to be 59. I, um, I'm retired. Okay. Um, I am married. Um, I've been with my husband 20 years. He's also retired. Um, He has 2 children and I have 2 children. They're all from the ages of 30 and 34 Hmm. so very close in age. Um, They're all on their own um, employed in their field and own homes. So we're very grateful for that. And then um, the two, the estrangement comes with my two. I have a daughter and a son. My daughter estranged me six years ago, a little more than around Mother's Day. (laughs) And um, my son's just gradually pulled away, kind of collateral damage situation. Um, And, you know, we still are able to, you know, send text messages, but the answers are slow and short and curt and, you know, really no substance to that. Right.
1: So for when your kids were growing up, what was your home life like?
3: Yeah. So that's kind of tricky. I divided into a couple of stages. So there was my life with the home life with my children's father. Like okay. I said, my husband, now we've been married to 20 years. Um, but, uh, my life, uh, life with the children's father, um, he, he had a, he had a bad carry character and, um, he had, um, some deviancy. Sure. Um, he, um, yeah, so he's kind of a bully. And, um, had some kind of serious problems. He bullied, I saw him bully his parents. Um, I was with him by the, from the age of 17, by the way. So I just want to say that. Okay. Um, yeah, he bullied his parents and he bullied me. Um, he, he stopped one of my younger sisters for several years and, um, yeah. And he, uh, really traumatized my children in some very bad ways. So, um, particularly after our divorce. Um, So, we kind of started a new life as a blended family then at that point. My daughter, so, after the divorce, my daughter wasn't with me for a time, and neither was my son, but I did get my son back um and that was partially due to some breakdown issues I had with him. So Sure. So um I didn't my daughter was first estranged from us when well, oh, during all of her preteen and teen years until she was 18. Okay. That was the home life before. Before. Really, okay. The other home life, I guess. Right. So there was a period of time between 18 and 29 when she, 18 and 27, where she was part of our little blended family that we had, my husband's two children and my son and then her, and she was kind of back in. I see those as really some of the best years, like shockingly good, um, yeah. where she was back in the fold and we had traditions and everybody was busy with college and those good, good times then we were coming back together. But um, suddenly, that changed.
1: (laughs) Had you experienced anything like that in your family before?
3: No, I didn't come from that kind of family or um, no, I didn't have any experience with that. Um, You know, the first time I ever thought about like, what is this? What is happening here? You know, suddenly, one day she was part of our family and the next day it was like nothing. Right. That's what it felt like. She had some personal her trauma in her own personal world. So, um, yeah, so mm, so sudden change, she had some life event changes and. um, uh, Yeah, she was gone, so. That was just (laughs) really seemed out of the blue at the time and I hadn't right. really heard of it. But as I tried to just dis- try to figure out what was going on, I thought it was like watching murder mysteries and I, I heard the word, you know, he killed his estranged wife. Yeah. Okay. So
1: well, um then I'm guessing you know, since she left unexpectedly or, or estranged unexpectedly, you didn't really at the time at least have any idea why that happened
3: when I think a family has that kind of, you know, a traumatic background as we did, um, we, it's kind of maybe par for the course. Like it's something that was probably lurking or could happen. I didn't think it would happen. Like I thought things were really good. Really. I mean, there were little signs that she was, like uh, kind of strict about things or judge being very judgmental and very sensitive about things. There were things like that. Um, so.
1: Did you, I should say, um, attempt to seek out any professional help for yourself when that happened? I know for um, me it, it was quite troubling and I had to do that. So.
3: Yeah, I can see. And I think it's really good that you did. It just, um, I think I went to, a free, like initials, a couple of visits that my company sure. provided from that exactly. I was able to, to my company. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. So I went to those because they were free and everything. And I right. said that I wanted a Christian counselor. I had become Christian about
1: yeah
3: uh, a few years prior to my daughter leaving. I was atheist prior to that. Um, okay. But uh, so I got a Christian counselor, but it didn't work for me. Um, she wasn't where I was at. And I. Just didn't.
1: Right it doesn't work for everybody, you know, right. or, or like you said, they're not at the same place. And-
3: yeah. And we didn't live in the same town. So she, she never lived with us because she was 18, you know, at that time. And so we right. wanted to stay in her hometown, which was about three hours away from us. So okay. um, she, we didn't have counseling together. And frankly, um, I think that's something we, I wish we had done or somehow pursued. I don't know. But she wasn't open to it anyway at the time.
1: So would you have any um, advice for people that are just finding themselves going through this?
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I, yeah, um, this hit me pretty hard, actually. And um, it it really almost took me out. And I know you've described some of that feeling yourself. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Part of the baggage that I didn't realize I was carrying from the past was um, a real sensitivity to rejection, which a lot of people do. (laughs) It's not an uncommon thing, but I had had some kind of, I don't know if someone would call it PTSD, but my ex did like shun me a lot. Like that was his kind of meth, one of his methods of punishing me for not doing things correctly. Yeah. So he would shun me a lot and, um, you know, treat me as if I didn't exist. So when she did this, that brought up a lot of suicidal ideation for me that I had had when I lived with him that caused me to lose, you know, kind of my faculties for a while.
1: I'm sure. So,
3: yeah. So I was going through that again in a little bit, you know, but thankfully, you know, I had my husband, obviously, and um, I had uh, my faith, which kind of kept me from thinking about that too much or too often, like I was able to kind of pull myself back a little bit and say, No, you can't think like that. That's really against your faith, you know, so I had that and I know everybody doesn't have that. but. You know, I, I, I like in it kind of that that time to like a box. Um, so I, I just kind of see my life as this image of a box. So in my previous life, when I had big problems,
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> um, in the past, what I call the past past,. Um, I didn't have. I felt like I had no stable floor under my feet. Okay. And I had no sky, like no hope. And I was in a, like a square box, and I just felt so hopeless. Right. Um, kind of stuck in a particular culture, but stuck in a particular mindset of this character who was, right, kind of unsavory. So. Uh, When I got faith, I got hope and I got a floor and I could see like the sky and felt stable. And now this was a little destabilizing to me again. Like I didn't want to, I had my faith still, but I felt like I was still like the walls were closing in on me again. Yeah. And I was just kind of running around in my own mind. What can I do? How can I fix this? What, you know, just trying, my mind wouldn't stop thinking. What did I do wrong? What could I have said? And, um, uh, so I was in this box again and, um, I, it took a long time. I actually lost my job in a way because of this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. For the first two years, I was in that box again. I had my faith and I was staying alive, you know, I was making it, but I was just devastated. Right. And so I kind of precipitated getting an early retirement package and that's when we moved up north. And so that gave me a little physical space. Sure. From the problem. Now I was a little further away from people that knew about it from.
1: And you wouldn't keep potentially running into... Them or people that would ask you about it, or you know, yeah, yeah I get that phys- you.
3: Yeah, that physical space gave me some breathing room, and um, so things got a little better. But it really did come down, kind of, to um, stepping back. You know, I had. Some, I, I got actually got ended up getting quite a bit deeper with my faith where this might break somebody's faith Right. I and actually, I've heard that. Yeah, this did not break my faith. I knew it was I had done enough studying to know what I was believing and felt confident in that. But I really it wasn't holding me up like I thought it should <laughs> like, right that was really a problem with me. I hadn't let go of all the control that I tried to have to make everybody's life better or my life better. Right. <laughs> you know. Mhm. So that was a big deal. So once I started to realize that and kind of understood that my purpose And my identity was more than, was more than my children and more than actually anything on earth. You know, I, I can't, we can't, we can, we do, we depend on people. We depend on circumstances. We depend on stuff. Right. And anything can happen. Anything. Anything and i realized that i really had to understand you know you know i knew i knew i was loved god loved me that's what they say you know right right (laughs) but i really had to get it like inside myself and understand that well there's a scripture and i hope you don't mind me quoting it this not at Even all. Even if someone's not Christian, you know, I think anybody that has a little spiritual nature can still grasp something out of this. Sure, go for it. I mean, it's, it's Psalm 18, 19, and it said, he brought me into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. And I remembered the really small, like the girl that I used to be, before Uh all of this stuff happened before, you know, I turned 17 and all that other stuff happened. Right. Right. And I believed that I was supposed to be that. And every single one of us, you and everyone listening was that child that was joyful and had some kind of, you know, what had, could feel delight in the simplest things sure and wanted that love and just wanted pure love and relished in that we're all that person and just as much as our children are, we yeah. are still that person and I began to really feel that that's what my purpose was is to be that delightful person
1: Well, that's and
3: awesome <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not that I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not saying I'm delightful.
1: Right, no, but But I hear you.
3: Yeah, that's the goal. That's what I wake up thinking is that, you know, despite all of this stuff that I cannot control, I cannot change the past past, what I call the past past. I cannot change the past. I cannot, I cannot make their journey. I cannot run their journey. No. I can't.
1: And you can't change their minds anyone you know right. i mean you can and talk to them about certain things but you, ultimately it's it's up to them and
3: to be honest with you i think i had to be kind of stripped of that control issue i had to be stripped of that to in my faith in my faith to allow sure. the will, the per- more perfect will of an all knowing, all powerful, uh, you know, God to do to, for his will to happen. Yeah. And the moment, you know, really the moment and the more and more I realized that the more honestly that I was able to do better, I just do better for others. And the more I focused on others, and I know some people have talked about that on your show before. Yeah. But the more I opened myself up to them and was able to open myself up to them and listen to their stories. Right. Whatever their stories are. I mean, we have in my neighborhood a lot of elderly people who have tragedies that you can't imagine. Yeah. And as if I just don't, bring up, they don't know about my stuff, but if I listen to them and they may be just having old age problems where their spouse is incapacitated and they have to take care of all that. And they're alone and their child, you know, they nice. got all this stuff. And the more you open yourself up to that, you realize that your story is, you know, it's all over the place. All the stuff, this pain is all over the place.
1: Yeah, there's all, I mean, all, like, like you're saying, there's all manner of stories out there, not just estrangement, but other stories. And, you know, what you're talking about is exactly why I started doing this, you know, because it's not just about me. It's not just about you. It's not just about the previous person I spoke to. It's, it's, it's about everyone's story and everyone's feeling and everyone's, perspective i would even go so far as to say that if if i had a willing participant that wasn't going to be um ugly one of the estranged children i'd be happy to have a conversation with them it'd be good to have their perspective maybe they would turn a light bulb on for someone who knows yeah yeah
3: so and um you know so and it's not just estrangement the pain there's no. all these kind of pains i i know an elderly lady who had four sons only one's living and um and, and that one's in jail right now so mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's pretty bad you know that, that's one of bad. my best <laughs> my
1: best friend her her um i, I guess he would be your oldest technically um son died just a few weeks into life and so she's got that scar so there's just all kinds of stuff so you're absolutely right
3: so this kind of advice probably goes kind of for all of that is we get really into our own stories and our own problems and we feel such pain but um we need we need to that's all over the world. It's everywhere. And we need to get out of ourselves. I guess you know, there's self care. Yeah, self care is very important. But self focus is probably not good. Because it takes you away from others.
1: Especially when there's, like you said earlier, there's nothing or like we talked about, there's nothing you can do about it to change it if you were if you were able to make some sort of changes, whether it was in yourself or in the situation that, you know, obviously there's place for that. But if, if it's just this circular thinking that just yeah. goes round and round, yeah. um, there's, and, and, and guilt when you really sometimes don't even know yes. what you're, should be guilty for, yeah. uh, it, it is just destructive. So. yeah
3: see and I had a plenty of guilt because of that past past like right a, the far past you know because I'm kind of a willing you know'm I'm, I'm a parent at the time and I'm kind of party to the problem you know and so I understood that but you know yeah the thing is that what you know I spent like a couple of years and I know other parents, that are listening have, you know, trying, I think it's good to try in the beginning, a few different things that you can think of that might work. That's definitely important, but at a certain point, I feel, uh, I, I, believe that it's, it's necessary to let go to a degree. Sure. Because, um, I know at least in my case, like I had that, um, kind of PTSD about it, whereas every time I would send a, try to send her a message or try to call or, and get more rejection. It was very unhealthy for me.
1: Very So been there.
3: Yes. So what I ended up coming to do these days and, and what I say and. And I need to add to this just a little bit that you know my other child, like I said, has come to distance himself some, and um, but you know be also a very uh, um, kind of taken on some of that bullying aspect with me um, that his dad had, and mm. you know um, berating and things like that, mocking. So
1: yeah, unfortunately, that's, that happens.
3: So more, more, you know, m- more triggers, let's say. Sure. So I I, ha- I I have, at this point, really distanced myself from the second round, you know, like right. I'm not going to let this start all over again for another six years.
1: Yeah, I don't so blame you. You've I seen the signs that. now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... I just tell him, this is what I, this is kind of what I say. i so they close their doors. That's their choice. They close the door. I know you and most parents here have not closed the door. Mm -hmm. They leave their door open. You know, we don't block, you know, we're not the ones that block people, you know? Right. And I said, but now, you know, what I say is, and I used to put my arms out, I call that putting my arms out all the time when I'd write letters or make the phone, try to make a phone, or not write letters, but write emails, messages right. and all that, try Makes to send them gifts, you know, so I was putting my arms out. Now what I do is, and I should have done this earlier in the process, is I just say my feet are out.
1: Oh, okay. my
3: feet, and my feet are out for you because if I put my arms out, you can drown me.
1: Hmm, I like that.
3: And so I just lay back and I say, I'm on shore. I'm in the, you know, I got right. a little life vest, I'm on the shore. Hey, here's my feet. You come get the feet. Right, <laughs> right. I'm out there again. You know, I think that's fair. That's
1: yeah. Because let's kind they, of meet in halfway. Or you know.
3: I think yeah, they have to come, yeah, at least halfway because yeah. they have to want it. They have to be ready and then uh, and i i will say you know that it would be very hard for me to trust again after this i'm in a much more stable place but right. I would not put my eggs in that basket too heavily my emotional existence.
1: sure i know what you mean i mean i think it's like with anything you know if you've been traumatized or burned once it's going to be difficult for you to And to this extent, it's going to be difficult for you to just lay your soul back out there.
3: Yeah. And another thing, you know, is that by giving it too much attention, because what we pay attention to is kind of what we're worshiping. Right. And we're making idols out of our children in a way. And it's not good for them. Right and we're actually kind of perpetuating evil in the world in that way we're kind of perpetuating evil and i don't want to perpetuate yeah another one more tip too about communication so i do sometimes get like i very much follow if i feel that I need to communicate something to them or something came to mind that I want to share, what I mm-hmm. do is I put it in a snail mail letter and just send it off. And I kind of, that way it's kind of blowing it into the wind. Cool. And yeah, and like a dandelion. And yeah. the expectations are much lower that way. You okay. don't
1: have you yes. don't feel like you're gonna get that immediate satisfaction. Yeah, you're not from...
3: looking at your phone all the time and thinking, yeah. Oh, are they gonna reply? Are they gonna finally, you know, looking at my email, right? You know, trying to figure out if they blocked me or not. I just sent them a physical short note and I very short and sweet, you know, I was thinking of you today, and I you know, I love you, I'm always here for you. You yeah. know, that's
1: <laughs> and that's 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 a really good idea, actually, because You know, we all want that. And I know I did it. You know, texting them, okay, are you going to reply? Did you reply yet? Did you, you know? And you
3: spin in that little room, that little closed box of yours. That box, yes. And you want to get out of the box. That's just get out of the box, step out of the box, look at the sky, feel the ground, and say, I am deserving, I need. I'm delighted in by somebody you know and yeah. I need and I will be delighted in by uh, others people will delight in me if I just can overcome this and just
1: yeah somebody that appreciates you, me. whether it's That's your husband me. or the elderly people that you you mentioned, yeah. your neighbors or or whatever. I have an instance where, We have a very good friend. My uh, friend of my wife's started out and now we're friends, but her daughter is about the same age as our youngest kids, uh, as our youngest daughter. And her father is very absent.
0: Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable.
2: And
1: I've kind of stepped into a father role for her. She'll talk to me about just about anything. Um, and she appreciates my input. She listens to my input. She, you know, calls me dad, you know? So we're, we're both, me and my wife, we're both kind of her second set of parents. And, and it's really nice because, and I've told her on multiple occasions, it's really nice just to be, a, that you appreciate and not that you have to do everything we say, but you, do you appreciate at least that we have a brain and we we might know a couple things that you don't, yeah. you know, so so it is, it's good to find that.
3: It is good to find that. And, you know, we, like I said, we, did, we are deserving of love and, sure, that's, you know, if you are spiritual in nature, you realize how much, yeah. you know, that... <laughs> we should be we should be kind of living our best self i hate some sick sayings like that but you know what i, mean. I know what you mean yeah you know uh, we should be doing that despite despite and right. i actually think maybe there's some resentment over that right now by my by my by one of my children that i'm i am you go off and you're and live surviving your a life well yeah. Because it's it was even said to me pretty recently that I should continue to accept all the criticism and rejection that is thrown my way. And I said, no, nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. not going to happen. That's e- even I'm with kidding. your,
1: even with, as you put it, your past past, you have at least, I don't know about with them and you don't have to go into it, but at least with yourself, you've owned that. You uh-huh. realize what, whatever it was that happened and you're owning that. If they would just allow that little bit, that, that, that amount of, oh, well, at least she's trying to own what happened. Parents you know are
3: people too, you know. Right. We're all on a, we're all on a learning curve. You know, can it, we, they're not yeah. even parents. They're, they're they're in their 30s. You know, I was a parent at 23 and married, right. at seven, married at barely 18, you know, to a foreigner. I mean, try try doing that back in the day. You know, it's not easy. Right?
1: Not like it would be now, you know, it's a little <laughs> easier to do that now, I guess. But yeah, back then, all the stuff that went with that, we'll just say, you know, yeah. but um, well, that's that's cool. I, I like I like the box. Um, And I want to add a little to that to instead of you being in the box, maybe you can replace you in that box with some of this stuff you (laughs) and then close the lid on it that's (laughs) an excellent
3: idea i don't have to go back into the box once i i mean i can still see the box the box right there the door is a little cracked open i can i can go in that box sometime and i don't like it though i get right out of that box because i want to see the sky and i want to feel the ground (laughs) i want to know you know yeah, that's what I want to do. And um, that's just a better I know, you know one of your very recent guests talked about an app opening and closing. So yeah, my I
1: liked that. That,
3: that was, was good. very good, too, because mm-hmm. that's how we think about it. It comes into pops into our mind. And we want to look at the app. And then we, but, you know, for me, it's been a box because my whole life is just trying to get out of this very kind of tormented box where Right. I Sounds feel like it. Yeah freedom and everything. And I am very grateful to, well, I, I frankly am grateful to God for, for sticking with me because I was a, I'm a hardcore of case. <laughs> and I'm thankful of for course. And to carrying all this baggage, which wasn't baggage he deserved to carry, actually. And right. he, I didn't really say anything about that, but he, he, um, uh, I think my son's has hurt him uh, the way he's at has become has really hurt him because he's put, you know, 20 years of step parenthood into my son and my daughters. Um, He didn't, um, you know, it upset him, but he didn't uh, step in and take any um, action on my behalf for that. And I think guys in general had to have a wait and see attitude and was thinking it would turn around and it didn't turn around by the time. I it sure didn't, did. <laughs> yeah. And by the time it didn't turn around, he was like, well, that's her problem now. <laughs> that That's kind of the way. But he was the step parent. And I think even if it were one of his children, he would, he would be the guy that put his foot out and stayed on shore. <laughs> he would be. He yeah. would be that, I mean, that's some men are like that. I think a little more than moms, it, it probably you've found.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For-
3: you know, I, you have talked about on this show before about how people feel alone in this when it first happens and that's yeah. very true. And, um, I, I, um, I actually have run across, across quite a few people just in my natural circles that have yeah. this similar problem. I mean, I have a very good friend who has almost an identical issue. Mm. Um, uh, whereas um, same similar age children, kind of one after another, some kind of right. trauma with childhood and divorce things happening, you know? And so it's almost identical
1: yeah. and
3: shock- really shocking
1: the music that I use on the podcast. I um, emailed him, to, explained what it was for, what I was doing, mm-hmm. and um, he was like, I am more than happy for you to use the music. I think he's from Germany. Um, so I'm more than happy for you to use it. As a matter of fact, my son and I have been estranged. We're just getting back together. He was like there cooking dinner or lunch or that that, that day that I emailed him. Um, but he'd been through it. So, out of all of the music that I could have chosen, I chose something that someone is going through it. How how crazily ironic is that? It, yeah, so. it
3: is. It is, and that's also, you know, part of the whole thing is that it is really has become an epidemic, I believe, and yeah. it makes me so um, agitated. I guess I don't know what the right word. Sometimes angry. Yeah. I see on Facebook these kind of memes that kind of promote people cutting off others. Like if, you know, it's like just right. automatically labeling someone narcissist or, um, you know, some kind of selfish person. You don't need them in your life because, you know, it makes me mad. Like I, I have never in my life considered cutting off anyone. Never, never mm-hmm. considered it. I mean, I, I would set you, you have this line that you use and you say something about if you were, not you know, emotionally or physically right. or sexually abused, you know, I would add to that just one more, I think. Um, and, and that is. I would have accepted any boundaries you know, if I'm, if I'm someone who observed boundaries that someone needs to heal, like if my children right. had said, you know, you know, mom, I need just a little bit of time or I don't really like you calling once a month or
1: I don't, right.
3: know, I don't really like you calling out, you know, they could have said anything or, but, or I need, they didn't and, and they wouldn't right. give, you know, my, it didn't happen. And, um, mm-hmm. uh. And so I'd add that to the list if you're, you know, cause sometimes people just need time for something to process things in their own lives or, you
1: know. That's true. I think most of us, if we would have been given some sort of a hope that we yeah. wouldn't be in this, that it wouldn't be forever, Yeah. that it's, or, or tell us, yeah. I'm done with you forever, you know, then you can move on, <laughs> you know, you can deal with it be sad be whatever and then try to build your own life after that if, if you know it's the not knowing i think that is the yeah hardest it's part.
3: kind of like not completely clear but it is yeah. <laughs> kind of it's like yeah oh is there anything i can do but you know mm-hmm. it's, it is it's it's i think it's just something i don't personally i never understood it because yeah. i it's not something i could do And I know that because I lived with someone that, you know, that is a horrible person.
1: So I know you touched on it a little bit and I know you're not around people now that really know about it, but when you were, um, how did you deal with when people, Oh, how's your, how's so-and-so? Well,
3: well, (laughs) I feel uh, that. It's so difficult. So I, I mean family obviously knew about it or I had to tell people. I don't have a very big family, but um, Yeah. Uh, I think I felt that at least I felt that most people while they felt sorry for me thought, well, that obviously that would happen given all that mess back in the day. <laughs> like kind yeah. of like they almost expected it, I guess, mm. but Yeah. But um some people were kind of hurtful like they would say, "Oh have you talked to your daughter recently and it's like I, I, I hate that question like
1: yeah like hard. they know
3: that actually they knew the answer <laughs> and so that oh. was even worse So that's like a, what do you call that passive aggressive Uh-huh Oh yeah so I didn't I didn't really want to talk about it too much with other people because yeah the thing is that this is some uh, kind of an important point. I don't know how it will fit into this, (laughs) what I said previous, but I was pretty careful not to talk about this to other people where this would get back to them in any way. So um, I would share my feelings more directly through my attempts to reach them, but I ran the gamut of most of the time well most of the time i didn't really tell them how bad it was affecting me yeah it, it was bad <laughs> you know i didn't say you're killing me you've taken you know 10 years off my life in two years you know <laughs> you mm-hmm. know i didn't tell them about how bad it felt yeah and it was about as bad as it you know i the ideation was insane insane but of course i had my face so i knew i wasn't going to do it but you know it 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 was hard
1: but you still had to fight that off you know had to fight that
3: off and it's a hard fight you know yeah i never told them things like that so they have no idea you know they didn't even know really about the ideation that i used to have because of their dad too much you know they didn't really know right see how that would tie together for me. So, you know, I keep I have to keep a lot of that between me and God and maybe my husband. And that's about it. They, they know the general, the bigger truths of these things, right? My children don't know. And it will yeah. probably be that way till I die. <laughs> you
1: know? Probably there's some things that you know, I mean, it would be one it would be very difficult for you to explain some things i'm sure yeah. and what purpose would it serve Correct. some of I them don't, don't know. really know you know
3: so, yeah so i keep that i try okay. to just be right i try to try to record positive things mostly
1: that's good that's good 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 plan did you have um obviously there's a tremendous amount of emotional pain did any of that affect your actual physical health?
3: Well, I take, I do take care of myself. I, I walked a lot during this time, so it started me really walking. So I've been walking, you know, an average of seven, eight or more miles a day since this started, so <laughs> that's been yeah. a long time, but, um, so no, but I felt it was eating me from the inside out a lot. Uh, you know, like okay. in my heart, literally, my heart feels like it's been chewed up a little.
1: <laughs> yeah. And well, that kind of has, has unfortunately.
3: Yeah, I'm sure that that and I know my face, <laughs> like the wrinkles are nuts. But um, you know, I used to, I, um, I, I feel like, yeah, it's eaten me from the inside out. And that things that's pretty hard to repair. I'm sure actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure.
3: I would say, um, you know, honestly, all people, all people life is a process. It's a learning curve. It's a process for some reason, people are quicker. And some people are quicker on the uptake and they get things right. And, you know, they understand things better. Um, I regret thinking I knew as much as I did and trying to manage these things. And, um, I, um, I just, parents are really people too. And I'm a child every bit, as much as they are a child. So, you know, and, uh, and, um, I hope that they can realize that and know that I I don't blame them in many ways. It's fine, you know. I have a, I have a different view of time, by the way. Okay. And this is something that might help some people too. Is that okay. I always, I always say. I realized that someday they might return. They might. There's a chance. Sure. And it was actually, I felt promised to me that they would, I had some signs or some visions that they would return. Okay. But that it may be very long time from now. However, that day, whether it's decades from now or less, it's the same as tomorrow. You know, human beings view time in a certain way. Right. But it's actually in a kind of more spiritual realm. Time isn't like that. It's not right. linear like that. And so I could wake up and it's tomorrow and they're back, you know. It just seems long. But it's maybe not really as long as we think.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think depending on how long it is, too, if if things did come back, if they do come back, and things are good again, then you kind of almost forget some of that, you know, yes, you don't want to be hurt again, you want to be careful, but if you feel like things are good, and you're in a good place with them, then you almost just, wow, that was, that was that long ago, (laughs) you know, yeah,
3: that could really happen, you know, it could,
1: Mm. I mean, it has happened to people, so, um, it's not out of the realm of possibility for sure. I
3: actually think I'm closer to that in many ways because of my, because of my mental health being better and being, um, more aware and yeah, I think that eventually, you know, I'll be able to produce enough light that, (laughs) that, um. I might be attractive enough for them to return.
1: Maybe. All you can do is be you, right? And, and <laughs> yeah. keep your faith and um, make sure you take care of you. So you have somebody that will help take care of you now. So that's yes. good. Yes. That's important.
3: But I really, I really appreciate you um allowing me to say this. I hope there's some things that people will grab on to, you know. I mean, because I think six years for me was too long to yeah. get to this place. I mean, I really, really started making real progress about a year ago. That's five years in, you know. And I was doing yeah. a little better, but a little better, but it two years of just utter misery, two, three years. That's, oh yeah, that's just that's too long. If if you're you know for the long haulers out there, uh, you got to yeah. drop that load earlier than this. For you sure, you have to. You have to. Um,
1: for sure, because, I mean, if uh, how long can you go? Feeling the way you did for the first couple of years, I'm doing
3: and just perpetuating the evil. Really, it's it's evil in a way not to forgive people. It's evil not to give people a second chance. That's just evilness. I'm not calling them evil. I'm just saying it's yeah, not it's negative energy. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and I don't want to be involved in any of that.
1: I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't. I, I. my my wife and I are are very conscious of being around that kind of thing, you know, whether it's who whoever it is. Um, so we're very very uh, protective of yes that in our lives. So
3: and you think about your children, you know, you don't want if they're producing some kind of unforgiving intolerance, negative energy. You don't want them to be doing that, even no. though it's yeah, towards you or whatever. You right. don't want that for them, so right let alone how my receiving of it for them, I don't want it,
1: right? That's nope.
3: it, you know. That's it, that's why I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm kind of done with it. I see I, the bottom, I hear you. <laughs> but...
1: Close it, leave it there. You could look at it if you ever want to. And
3: plan to torch it someday, build a mock-up and put some junk in it and burn it.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, some people do that, even with I, letters and you know things, it, they'll, they'll do that. And it's helpful.
3: I have considered doing that. It'll be a little yeah. bit of time, but yeah. well, yeah, I mean, the this, this spiritual growth has been huge. And that's the last year or so just and it's cool. not the stuff you get when you go to church. Trust me, it's really no. not. It's it's the stuff that's really deep in here and the relational things. It's that's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. And it's almost as intended in some ways.
1: But, anyway. My wife and I have been going through a, a similar process, you know, has nothing to do with the kids at all, but, you know, uh opening up more to some of that. So so I, I know exactly what you're talking about.
3: Yes, that yeah. growth is very it's so in today's world, you know, there's with all the other stuff on top of
1: right. these issues,
3: you know, I think everybody needs to needs to really understand why they're here, <laughs> where they came from, what their purpose is and where they're going. That's the floor. That's the floor that I didn't have before yeah. at all. A, as as a materialist, as yeah. a person who only believed in material physical things. Right. So that's 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 precarious, man. That's precarious. Yeah. I, and so I think they should do people should do some deep search into that for themselves. I'm not telling oh. people what to believe. But um, I'm a philosopher, right? I didn't say that, but part of my I, uh, that was my field of study. It wasn't, oh, okay. yeah. So I'm a deep thinker to kind of begin with not, not always a bright thinker, but, you know. <laughs> but, but I think a lot, I'm an existential, philosopher. Yeah. I think about existence a lot, and those are the questions of existence and like, there's so many existential philosophers, you know, the best known of them being Nietzsche and stuff, so, mm. you know, who really went mad, you know, all these. Thinkers that were very much materialists, they went crazy.
1: Yeah.
3: There's very few that haven't gone crazy or recanted some of their worldviews at the end, you know. So it's it's precarious. Gotta yeah. have a floor, gotta have yeah. hope. Gotta, yeah, you know, gotta have a ground. You gotta have a ground, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing and I am quite positive that at least one person out there, and that's why I started. I don't <laughs> I don't care how many, but at least if I helped somebody, then that's the point. So I'm quite sure at least a person out there will resonate with some of your situation and some of the um, coping mechanisms that you've you've um, had. I, I know I have a really good friend who I knew before estrangement, and then she happened to become estranged, um, who completely lost her faith, and it's yeah. it's it's making things very difficult for. Her. So I I uh, I'm I'm glad you were able to uh, to keep that part of yourself because that's important to a lot of people. Yeah,
3: so. yeah. I'm I'm, I'm becoming a joyful sufferer.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, I'm a deep thinker to kind of begin with not not always a bright thinker, but you know. <laughs> but, but I think a lot I'm an existential philosopher. Yeah. I think about existence a lot, and those are the questions of existence. and like there's so many existential philosophers, you know, the best known of them being Nietzsche and stuff. so mm. you know, who really went mad, you know, all these thinkers that were very much materialists, they went crazy, yeah there's very few that haven't gone crazy or recanted some of their worldviews at the end, you know, so it's, it's precarious. Gotta yeah. have a floor, gotta have yeah. hope, gotta, Yeah. you know, gotta have a ground. You gotta have a ground. man.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing and I am quite positive that at least one person out there, and that's why I started, I don't, I don't care how many, but at least if I helped somebody. Then that's the point. So I'm quite sure at least a person out there will resonate with some of your situation and some of the um, coping mechanisms that you've you've um, had. I, I know I have a really good friend who I knew before estrangement, and then she happened to become estranged, um, who completely lost her faith, and it's yeah. it's it's making things very difficult for. Her. So I I uh, I'm, I'm glad you were able to uh, to keep that part of yourself because that's important to a lot of people. Yeah, so.
3: yeah. I'm, I'm becoming a joyful
2: sufferer. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> you know, I always say, as long as you have more good days or even more good hours than bad, then you're at least on the good side. Yeah. You know. Yep. So, um, well, I appreciate it and like i said we will um let me see i'm gonna end oh there's something i do
3: want to say too and you might want to add this in i am willing to you know give my email out awesome and i can say that right now i can give my email out and um and anyone who has like questions about some of the resources or something that i use to really come to this place and um i'd be willing to share that too.
1: Awesome. And awesome. that's
3: just philosophy in the forest at gmail.com. You know, I'm willing to <clears throat> I I'm a listening ear too.
1: Well good. We all we all need that. Um, I think it's important to have plenty of resources to to go to for this and, and, and other issues. So um, who knows? So again, I'd like to thank Stacey for coming on the program today. I I appreciate you being here. Hopefully you guys were able to Glean some good coping mechanisms from some of the stuff Stacy spoke about if you guys have any questions for me feel free to email me at beyondthepainpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com also if you'd like to be on the program contact me there as well I would appreciate it if you would like share and subscribe the podcast um, it really does help me to be able to get this out to more and more people, and most importantly, please try to remember to live beyond the pain.